Welcome to Holding Center, a podcast created to help you own and hold center stage, not only on show day, but also in your life. I'm your host, Ashley Markham, owner of Myo Strength, and joined with me is my co-host, Ashley Spoker, owner of B&B Fit. Let's hold center. Yo, what's going on, Spilks? How are you? I am good. Um, actually, it's finally nice here in Ohio. Um, nice for me, I should say, because um, I'm sure I've brought it up multiple times, but I still live in Florida. So unless it's like 90 degrees here, I don't think it's nice. Um, it still doesn't get as humid as Florida. So I'm always like, eh. like yesterday, I was like wearing this hoodie all day. It's like 84 degrees and I'm like still in a oh hoodie. Yeah, I'm like one of those people. Well, like, when you're like not suffering in the heat, like how, you know, Florida is in August, like, I'm just like, yeah. I can deal with it. Like, it's not bad. Like, so you you guys all know, um, my boyfriend recently moved in and he was like, I need to turn the AC on. Like it's about to be 80. And last summer, like I didn't have the AC on at all, maybe like one or two days when it was like really, really hot. But yeah, I would never turn it on because I'm just like, nope, it's not hot enough. It's not worth it to me. So that's great about that. I got two athletes signed this week, lifestyle clients, which is fun, exciting. They've never worked with coaches before. So I love being able to kind of bring them into that relationship and show them what good coaching is, um, which makes me very happy. And then yesterday, Thursday or Wednesday, my mom retired from her job. So now we're going to hang out every fucking day. (laughs) Oh, congratulations. What did she used to do? So she was the human resource, um, the HR director of juvenile court for the little bad kiddos. Um, she did that for 30 something years. Um, so she's finally done and she's excited and yeah, she's just, she already called me today at like six o'clock in the morning. She's like, are you going on your morning walk? I'd love to join you. I was like, yeah, that's fine. Let's go. (laughs) Oh my God. My heart. That's so fucking cute. That's so sweet. Yeah. She's so fun. She's just like me and the older version, but like when you get older, you're just like more brute I should say so like we'll be mm-hmm. standing there and I'm like oh man maybe I shouldn't say something and I'm like give it five seconds because my mom's gonna say exactly what I want to fucking say <laughs> so like that's <gasps> how was your week your hair looks fucking fantastic dude, dude doesn't like, it you know what's crazy this is actually my natural length it's really? not my natural fullness but this is my natural length I have grown this bitch out for years and every time I'm tempted to cut it Eric will remind me because I told him like six years ago I was like if I ever want to fucking cut my hair again you, you slap the shit. You slap my titties. Like, make sure I wake the fuck up because I don't ever want to, like, go through that trauma again of trying to grow out hair. So the How most that I ever hair? have done is, like, a taper. So I have kind of, like, a little bit of a curtain bang going on. But, no, this is my natural length. And I went the lightest black is now my color. The lightest black. And that matters. Justin, I'm telling you, that fucking matters. Not the darkest brown, the lightest black. And I have different <laughs> shades of black. But wait, I need but, to know how short your hair was. Like how, like when you first cut it, like was it like- When I first cut it, I first cut it like when I was transitioning from high school to college. And so my hair used to be, I would say this length, hmm. like in high school. And I washed it every single day because I didn't know shit about fuck when it came to taking care of hair. And I had blonde hair. So it was like always straw, oh, right? So God. it wouldn't grow for shit because it was so fucking dehydrated. So then I was like, okay, well, I'll cut it like shoulder length, Right. And then I did like almost a Karen haircut where it was like shorter in the front, like almost like this level length and then a little bit shorter in the back during, during college. And then I was like, I'm never doing this again. And then I had like a brief bout where I actually dyed my hair dark 
And then I was like, oh, I don't want to dye my hair dark. And then I went back to blonde. And then I became like who I am today, you know, sitting in front of you. And I was like, no, I need to embody dark hair because I am not like I'm naturally a blonde, but like I have dark eyebrows, dark, you know, eyelashes, my pubes are fucking dark. So it's like, I don't want to do blonde. So, yeah. yeah, I was a blonde at one point in my life. I was blonde and I had a pixie. Okay. So yeah, we kind of had the, the, like, yeah, the shorter hair going on. Yeah. My hair was all the way down to my butt crack and I was playing soccer. This was my senior year in high school and we had a summer game and I was like, fuck this. Cause my hair is really thick. And I went and got a pixie and chopped all of it off. Yep. Little, little boy haircut. Mm-hmm. Looked like a little lesbian. Yep. <laughs> That's I loved awesome. it. it was fun. That's awesome. No, but I, everything's going well. I have an athlete in contest prep. I'll be traveling to see her um, and support her in her first show in Indiana. So that's really fun. Um, all the other athletes are doing well. So excited about that. But I'm excited to uh, especially welcome our our guest today, uh, Mr. Justin Hall, aka Supplement Snoop on Instagram. And he's <laughs> going to be kind of talking about the supplement industry and kind of like the, the hidden secrets and the things that maybe they don't want us to know um because he is brutally fucking honest which is why we're having him on but justin thank you so much for taking time and coming on our podcast today yeah of course anytime uh this will be fun it's always it like never ceases to amaze me how quickly and easily we connect with each other because you know you were mentioning age a little bit ago and i grew up kind of without social media so mm-hmm. Uh, I always remind myself anytime I do like a podcast or one of these like connection, like meetings or something like that. I was like, how cool is this? That, what was it like Monday? You're like, Hey, I got a question. You, you asked me something. And then you're like, we to do podcasts on Friday. I'm like, hell yeah. I'm like, let's do it kind of thing. Like, how cool is that? So yeah, I appreciate uh, the time. And it's always cool to connect with like bodybuilding coaches too, in this realm, because you kind of, uh, you see it from a different perspective than a lot of people that I talk to. I try to talk to like general consumers a lot too. So it's kind of like a, a good uh, difference of conversation. So. Yeah, absolutely. So kind of what got you into, like, how did you become the supplement Snoop? Like how did that like come about and like what kind of drew you into the industry to honestly not align with any one brand because it is so easy to align with a certain brand especially if they throw money at you right so it's like how did you become like dare we say like the robin hood of supplements to be like hey i'm not gonna (laughs) align with any one person i will tell you what's what because like that's just like my moral compass yeah yeah i think that that's uh, i'll try to it's been a while since i've sort of told the the story but i'll i'll try to uh, keep it um as on topic as possible, but basically coming into this space, there was so much that I, I didn't know anything. I didn't know anybody. I basically was just, you know, I was, I was working full time, you know, I was married at the time house, you have a career, but I always would work out. You know, I loved working out every day, but I wasn't like, uh, you know, I wasn't doing like competitions or I wasn't uh, in the industry. I was never, I was, I didn't watch, you know, YouTube videos or anything like that. It was just, that was my hour or hour and a half, you know, of your time away from your job. And it was your, you know, kind of like going to church for some people every day. So you're trying to maximize uh, that time. So I got into, you know, the pre-workouts and multivitamins going into GNC back in the day used to be like a, be like a cool, like social gathering, right? Because GNC used to be badass, right? Because it was the only place you could really go to a time to like connect with other people. So you know, I remember like 
skipping rent payments, you know, when I was like 18 to buy, you know, creatine and protein and stuff like that. But I had no idea. It's funny because we'll we'll look back on it now and like some of those original, like the original like cell tech that was like 90 bucks. It was essentially like maltodextrin and creatine and it was super expensive. So that was like one of the first things uh, mm-hmm. I ever bought. And it's just, um, so anyway, fast forward to, I started to really um, take my health and things like that, you know, when probably like 10 years ago, when they started to really push this, you know, where everything was bad for you. And there was a lot of scare tactics within, say, on the internet about artificial sweeteners and preservatives and everything in your food. So anyway, I started to look more into ingredients and take things like a little bit deeper. And I remember the one day I was looking at a tub of protein and I'm looking at the other ingredient section. Right. And I was like, what the fuck is this stuff that I've been taking for, you know, 20 years and I heard all of the things how like there's no regulations in the supplement space, which is not true, but, uh, they, I'm looking and I'm like, is this stuff even, is this harmful? Is this beneficial? Like, am I, am I taking this stuff again? So I started to, uh, Google some things, right. Uh, some of the artificial sweeteners. And I started to like realize right away that it was really, really hard to find this information. And I said, why is this information so difficult? Or why is there so much conflicting information about something that I'm doing for my health. So I'm standing there and I go, there's got to be an app that just quickly tells me everything about this stuff and breaks everything down that I can, cause I don't have time for this. I've got shit to do and I don't have time to read this stuff and try to understand it and try to figure out studies. So I'm looking in the app store and there was like some things, but nothing was any good. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, that's got to be a thing. Somebody's got to do that. I'm like, I have no idea how to make an app and I have no idea about supplements, but Mm -hmm. I was like, I feel like I should make a supplement app. I'm like, how does that happen? I like Googled like how to make an app, you know, kind of thing and got completely screwed over lots of times, went through the whole process anyway, total nightmare, but I learned uh, a lot through the ingredients, but now I wasn't even on social media or anything like that at the time. And when I sort of started to connect with companies, I started to, the the picture started to become a little clearer. Then I really saw how weird the supplement space is. And I would say this industry in general, how secretive, how tight knit everything was, how everyone was in bed with each other, like pushing certain supplements and ingredients. And I'm like, started thinking to myself, I was like, this is, and the one, I'd say like the one skill that I have is like, I can't, I can't sleep at night if I'm bullshitting someone or uh, if I feel like I'm getting sort of the runaround. So I started talking about supplements and I started to see the pressure that other people would sort of put on you like brands and things like that. Mm -hmm. There would be, there was pressure. Like if you wanted to grow your brand or anything like that, you would align yourself with you would tell Redcon one how awesome their fucking products are, or you would tell this brand or they would reach out to you and say, Hey, we'll send you some free product. If you talk good about our stuff. And I was like, look, I'm a grown ass man. I was like, I I have a job. I was like, I don't need shit from you. I said, I want the truth about what this stuff is. Mm -hmm. And you know, it kind of went from there and it's, it's grown into something uh, that I never anticipated. Like I left my career years back. um, And every day it is, 
it blows my mind what I do on a day-to-day basis. So, uh, but anyway, I started there. I'm just a, I'm just a consumer like everyone else. I started off as I wanted to figure out in the quickest, easiest way possible, just like everyone else. And that's why I think I can relate to the questions that people ask is because that used to be me. And I don't, I don't forget about being in that place and I'm not going to bullshit that person just for the benefit, you know, of a supplement company. So that's kind of the long, short story of how it started. That's incredible. I mean, just, I mean, I really uh, appreciate and respect the whole like moral compass deal, because again, like, like you said, like there are a lot of people that are like in bed with one another. And for you to be like, nah, I'm actually going to do what's right. Like yeah. that, that speaks highly of you. And that's something that I aligned with. Cause it's like no amount of money should like shift your moral compass um, just for the sake of a dollar. Which yeah, like in this industry is so common. Like people want those brand sponsorships. Um, and so like, they'll just, like you said, like jump in bed with whoever's going to give them like quote unquote, like the best deal or the most money or whatever they, they look to gain out of it. Um, so it's, it's really cool to see that. Yeah. Like you do have this moral compass and even more so like something that I really appreciate is that you started off with like your health. You're like, I want to know like if this is okay to put in my body, because that's really big things for, for Ash and I is like, we care about health as like a whole. Um, it's not so much as always just like being the best you can look, um, by putting all this shit in your body, right? Like we care about the foundation and and the health of our athletes. So it's really cool that you're, you're, you started out that way as well. Yeah. I think that one thing that you mentioned in there that makes a lot of sense and and probably is, uh, you know, like all good coach, like if you're a coach, you care obviously about other people, but you, you have to start with you first, right? Where Mm -hmm. I started this in very selfish reasons because I'm like, look, I want to know, what's going on here. And then as I got to talking about it, I was like, you know, I think other people um, are in the same boat, you know, it's just like someone coming to you and, you know, what's the first question that, that most people, you know, ask the two of you is like, well, how do I, what's the best way to burn fat and build muscle? And you're just like, how much time you got, you know, because, right. So, cause people would always, you know, I'll go online, I'll see the, because who, who doesn't exactly like what you were saying, like it was especially bad, uh, years back where every brand was sort of sponsored by a bodybuilder and who doesn't want to get paid and make a living just working out. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you start to recognize, and I think I'm glad I did it when I was a little bit older too, because you can, the more you sort of go through life, the more you can uh, just, when someone says something, you can immediately sort of recognize bullshit when you hear it. Mm-hmm. And you can generally recognize when someone means it and, so the, the more I got into this space, the more I realized how, you know, how strange everything was, how we're, we're not talking about the right things. Like um, it's an analogy I make quite a bit, but people live in this, it, like take a scientific study, right? Uh, mm-hmm. People live in the abstract and conclusions, you know, but really all that matters is, is the context, right? The methods. It's like, does this supplement fit this person? Does it fit your life? It doesn't, it's not like all inclusive. It doesn't span everyone. So digging into the details is not something most people want to do, but I just, to my own detriment of my own business and growth or whatever people want to call it, uh, I just refuse to do it that way because it's not the right answer. You have to, if someone asks me a question, I ha- I will answer it with a question back. It's the same as like a coach. Like if someone randomly DMs you and says, 
you know, I'm looking to drop, I'm looking to drop 20 pounds and get in shape for the summer. How do I do that? I mean, the first thing you're going to do is send them a series of questions. Like most likely, yeah. like, tell me about yourself kind of thing. So supplements and health and fitness all ties together. It's all very personalized, but you look online and everything is so generic and people are creating content that is so just 15 seconds of this generic fortune cookie bullshit. And it's just not reality. So I just refuse mm-hmm. to play that game. Absolutely. So let's kind of dive into how can someone spot or know if a product is good quality or maybe even a company is a good company? Yeah. You know what? I I really wish I had the answer to that. You, mm-hmm. you can't, uh, to be honest with you. You still can't as much as... Um, as much as information is out there these days and as much as like, you know, we can go online and Google ingredients and all that stuff, there's these layers of this space that there's too many sort of like unknown factors to be involved here where like it matters where a company manufacturer is at. Um, mm-hmm. do, does that manufacturer, there's so much. So one of the big secrets in this space that I think a lot of like general people don't understand is I think that they walk into a GNC or something like that. And they think like all those brands are out there making their own products, right? Mm -hmm. They're going, Oh, this brand is, these companies are not nearly as big as you would think. And the manufacturers are not either. These are the first time I walked into a manufacturing facility. I come from a manufacturing background. I worked at general electric for years. The first time I walked into a a supplement manufacturing uh, space, I was shocked. Like, I was like, this is it. It's like a, it's like a tiny little like place. I was like, they're not adhering to like standards that are, are required. And there's no one in there like sort of uh, checking on this stuff all the time. Because like what I was saying earlier, the, the supplement space is highly regulated. But the problem is it, the enforcements of those regulations don't happen enough. So you have all these people flying under the radar. So it creates sort of this weird dynamic in the space where you have people that are genuinely trying, they do things by the book, but they're competing against companies that don't. And it sort of makes for a tough, everything is like shades of gray where you go, I'll see, this is another reason why I will never like align myself with a brand unless mm-hmm. I see their process from start to finish. You have most brands have no control over their own brand like their own products because it's all in the manufacturer's hands it's a lot of trust that they're putting in the manufacturer but the manufacturer could be doing whatever they want unless they're proving it and no one's asking them to prove these things so it's it's really a frustrating part of the space because people ask me that all the time and i'm like i don't really know Mm -hmm. well then let me follow up with that because you're saying that there's a bunch of like regulations and stuff like that then does the term Mm -hmm. like gmp does that actually mean anything then it so even like when you know when people say i'll give you an example when people say third party tested that's a big because people have started to ask like oh are your products third party tested so in most cases a company can say it's third party tested that does not mean what a lot of people think it means so a manufacturer what they'll normally do is they will te- send out a product and they'll test say one ingredient out of the formula and then they'll show that that's in there or whatever. And then that's it. And then they'll say that's third party tested. It, people assume that they're, that people are sending out this product and everything is being tested and all the ingredients are coming back within. That's, it's, it's just not true. So like when you see 
you know, it's in an FDA uh, facility. There's different levels of, of that as well. There's like different certifications that a manufacturer has to have. So as much as people, um, you know, you take a company like um, Ghost is a good example. They are, or like Nutribio. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Nutribio. Ghost, yep. most people are, but so Nutribio has their own facility. I've been there. It's a beautiful place. They follow every guideline and uh, regulation possible that you can see their entire process. Um, Ghost is another one. The people that manufacture where, where Ghost does. Um, so it's tough because when you're in like a GNC or something like that, you have to provide this testing data. It's starting to become more normal uh, that you have to prove this stuff. But there's still this huge section of this space where that's just not required and people are just pumping out things. So it is it is getting better. I think it's a lot better than it used to be, but it's still a, such a murky area that you can't just give someone like an answer and say, this is what you look for. And then everything's, you know, and you're good to go, unfortunately. Right. So like, essentially there are supplement regulations that are supposed to be being met. Cause a lot of people will say that there's no regulations. Like I've said it before too, but essentially there are, they just are not being followed through. Like they're not up to standard. Yeah. Like, is that essentially what it comes down to? Like, cause they're just not enforced. Like no one's checking in on these manufacturer companies. Is that how it goes? Yeah. So um, what you're saying, I totally understand uh, why, why that sort of gets thrown around. But like, if you go on the FDA's website, right, there's a, there's an entire section that lists all the uh, regulations and requirements that a supplement company, whether it's from the labels, um, what needs to be on there, then the manufacturing processes and the testing that mm -hmm. has to be done. The problem is the FDA has bigger things to do, right? And there's yeah. no one that's really, they don't have resources to check in on the supplement industry. And the supplement industry is massive, you know? Mm -hmm. And there's new companies that pop up, you know, every five minutes in the space. So by the time the FDA would ever get to them, get to something anyway, the, the company could just move on to something else. So it's really, the regulations are there, but it's more, we kind of have to self-regulate a lot of times. And that also makes it difficult because it's such a small space. Everybody knows mm -hmm. each other, which really mm -hmm. freaked me out the first time, like I sort of got into this. I was like, so every, like everybody has worked for like every company and they just move around. Like it's very incestuous uh, space. Yeah. The best way I can describe it. And uh, no one has ever worked like anywhere else, like a real job. Like everyone's just worked in this like weird little uh, space. It's just baffling to me. But like, when you try to sell police something, it only works if the people that are sort of have been in the space and have the most control if they're benefiting from it and not mm -hmm. everyone. So you can't really do that either. So I understand why it's unfortunate because supplements are very beneficial for the right people in the right context. Supplements can change people's lives, but people still look at the supplement space as a shady sort of dirty industry, which the supplement space makes its own bed there. We do that mm -hmm. to ourselves, but it's really, there are still like a ton of amazing people doing amazing things in the space. So that's why it kind of sucks. And that's one, another reason too, why I just, uh, I can't not say something like when I see stuff is because there is so many good people in the space doing cool stuff. And 
when you see things that that are hindering them from coming forward, I just I gotta say something. So, no, for sure. Let's let's actually dive into that if you don't mind. Like, what are in your opinion, who are like the worst offenders? Like, what are like brands that are just, like if you give this company money, like you're just you're asking for trouble? And then what are brands that you do actually think are doing a good job where you're like, wow, they actually care about the consumer's health and yes, they maybe are a bit pricier, but it's because they're doing things the right way. And so therefore their products reflect that in the price. Yeah. The, the who's doing things. So when, you know, a lot of like, cause that's a common question where people are like, you know, what brands are, there isn't a lot of like shitty actors out there. Really. There's, it's a very like strange sort of, space here where people like the average person will never sort of find these brands mm-hmm. so but it's really hard to like prove these things where you know like if i look at something like i can look at a brand take athletic greens or something super popular right or yeah. or like herbalife or something like that oh those God. products are they're, they're right they're shit they're shit products but they're the the people there are not necessarily like doing something trying to harm someone necessarily or doing things like negligently they're just making a shitty product and charging way too much of it but that the customer should be able to take five minutes and and take a look at that like i don't feel bad for the customers that waste their money Mm -hmm. on that stuff because there's too much information out there these days that you can't act like a victim in this Mm -hmm. space but so when you say like brands that that it shouldn't spend their money on i I don't really think there are any that really like stick out. They don't, they don't really last long uh, these days. Mm -hmm. And none of them are, none of them are at a level of any sort of that they're even worth talking about kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, um, but like I mentioned, I've seen Nutribio, I've seen their facility. They're awesome. Uh, I know a lot about ghost ghost is really an amazing company. Probably, probably the leader in this space just overall just within their branding and their like for the longest time i wasn't really sure about ghost i just thought they were like a lot of you know people excited about the brand but the more i got to know like the people that work over there um glaxon's another one glaxon they have their own so that's that's actually kind of a key part of it there's there's a few companies that actually manufacture their own products Mm-hmm. Glaxon's one, Nutribio's another one. So they have sort of this layer of control that they can just show me. And that's one of the things that I got into is I'm like, hey, I'll, I'll talk about, you know, your products and things like that. I was like, but I, I need you to show me your process. Like, I'm not going to, mm-hmm. that's why, like, if you follow along with my stuff, I usually end up talking about the same yep. few companies. I Because I, 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 I don't really want to put it out there too much unless someone has taken the extra steps to really sort of walk me through as much as they possibly can when it comes to, you know, people ask about a lot of things, but I'm not going to back up a company that I don't really see more. It's a tough, uh, it's a tough part of the space. It's super frustrating uh, for sure. I wish there was, I wish there was like direct answers that I could give people for Mm -hmm. this, but I can't. Right. So I actually have a question. So you said kind of like there's a lot of people working, they just company hop, so to speak. So I think yeah. you brought this up on your on your story the other day, actually, and it was like kind of a topic that we were going to talk about anyways, but it's like 
company, you know, formulation, like you said, a lot of companies don't formulate their own stuff. So if you look at the back of the ingredients, like it's, it's essentially mostly the same ingredients for all of these things. Um, so when people can say like, oh, like this product's like better than this one, that's not necessarily true because they're more talking about the branding and the presentation because most of the time the ingredients is the same, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's one thing that just, you know, you, so one thing that, uh, people need to know, you don't need to know what the ingredients do. You don't need to be a biochemist uh, and understand all this stuff to understand whether you're buying a, a product that makes sense for you or not, because there isn't, it would be, I always try to make the grocery store analogy to people because I constantly see, get this question where I was like, would you go to the grocery store and buy a proprietary amount of chicken and rice for dinner? And, and they're not going to tell you what it is, but you're going to pay mm -hmm. this price for it. And you're, so you're hungry, right? You walk in there and say, they, they have a, you know, a price next to chicken rice, but they don't tell you how much, right? Like no one would ever do that. But mm -hmm. yet when it comes to the supplement space, because the ingredients are in a language that, that confuses people sometimes because it, it's not nearly as complicated as it seems, but we still don't adhere to those same basic rules because we we might think that because of the marketing that a company is putting something in there that is is this magic that no one else knows about that is absolutely not true these people are all taking the same basket of ingredients that come from china or india or whatever they're telling their manufacturer to put it in there because that's what people want mm -hmm. and then they're going to slap their label on now there are some companies like you mentioned Morphogen. We talk about Morphogen. I love uh, the team over Morphogen. Yep. There's there's people like them that will max out what they're putting in there, you know, mm -hmm. for the price. And, but that's really the only difference that is in supplements anymore is are we going to give you one pound of chicken or two pounds of chicken? Are we going to give mm -hmm. you one cup of rice or two cups of rice? It, and are we going to add a vegetable to it? Or are we going to add something else? That's really it. Like it's just, you don't have to understand uh, the complicated things about supplements to, to get started anyway. Cause you can just look yep. from label to label and go, well, this is the same fucking thing. Like, so what, are, what are they trying to tell me that theirs is better than this? <laughs> because it's like, it, it, it's the same sort of group of things that you constantly see. So yeah, mm -hmm. uh, companies don't need a, you don't need a formulator to make a product. All you need to do is walk into a GNC and look what people are buying and then just copy that formula or maybe put a little, you know, maybe change an ingredient here, up a dosage here, kind of whatever people are talking about and then slap it on your product and, and you're good to go. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, I think this is a really cool thing that we're doing here because at the end of the day, like we're just being honest and being transparent in terms of like, like, yes, like Ash and I both like use Morphogen products, but at the same time, we also use like other brands as well, whether they are within like the functional health bodybuilding space or even just on Amazon. Um, so in your opinion, who do you think has maybe a better reputation? Like if people that are selling on Amazon, do you think that there is a maybe a better brand on Amazon that you trust? Or do you think it's maybe more like stores that don't necessarily have a brick and mortar store, but that more are separated from kind of like wholesale resaler? Do you see any difference in terms of product quality or 
anything like that? Or is it kind of like you're just up to the mercy of still the company? It has gotten better. So Amazon mm -hmm. is one area, you know, we've worked with a, a lot on Amazon and Amazon introduces a lot of new challenges because so really what it boils down to is like if someone comes to me and says, because uh, we do a lot of consulting work and, and someone will come mm -hmm. to me and say, um, you know, what do you think about my pre-workout formula, for example? Yep. And I, I honestly don't care. Like my first question to them is, I'm like, what do you intend to do with this product? Mm -hmm. Where is your where is your distribution? And and speaking of of Morphogen, this is this is an area um, that applies to him because he his as his company is growing, in order to fit his products into other distribution channels, because then you have to pay someone a cut of your margin, right? Mm -hmm. So he's he's maxing out his formulas, giving the most expensive formulas a person can make for a mm -hmm. price for the lowest price possible to still make a profit, right? We still have to, to turn a profit yeah. to keep business going, right? But now say he wants to, he started going retail. In order to do that, he's cutting out a margin. So what do you do? He had to raise prices, right? As shipping got crazy and stuff like that. You can't continue. So anyway, the, the point I'm getting at is like, when you look at like Amazon, Amazon really hammers people on margins. So you you are kind of hamstrung a little bit on because you can still make an expensive product on Amazon. And it's fine. Like some people, but a lot of people go to Amazon. They want something cheap and easy and they just want to add to their current go. Whereas mm -hmm. if you have time, because you'll never talk to that person, uh, a salesperson there. Whereas if you decide to go, say, retail or direct to consumer through your website, there's a communication aspect that you can talk to someone and you can tell them why your product is more expensive and what all it does. So the distribution part of uh, supplements is really the main question for a brand. It's a mistake I see with brands all the time is they don't think about where they want to sell. They just say, I have this cool product and I'm going to put it out there where I said it's it really still boils down to the same handful of ingredients. Like when people show me formulas at this point, I try not to to like have this reaction but it's really boring at this point because it's why i don't do uh promotional stuff for like new products or because mm -hmm. i'm like it's not it's not going to be anything different than something we've already seen the stuff that does come out what you'll see too is we just recycle stuff in this space like mm -hmm. uh you know there was a whole rage with um terkestrel, which is a junk ingredient to begin with but they it, that's not it wasn't new it they they did it five years ago they did it 10 years ago and then people bought it realized it didn't work so then they went away and then they re-release it a few years later and people get on the hype because some influencer said it was awesome and then they realize it didn't work and then it goes away again and then in a few years some asshole will come on here and compare it to a PED again and everyone will buy it and they'll realize it doesn't work again and it'll go away it's just there's not a whole lot, like, there's nothing going on in the space, really, outside of just a very few little things. Mm -hmm. Damn. Damn. Yeah, so really, like, uh, really, just, well, really, it comes down to, like, you mentioned new ethics earlier. Like, new ethics is a question mm -hmm. I get all the time. There's nothing special about what new ethics does. But what they do is they've integrated themselves into 
a coaching community where you have a uh, access to a lot of people that and, and there's nothing wrong with the supplements. So, but they know it's more important to have that aspect of because anyone can throw together a supplement and tell you that, I mean, people are like, Oh, can you, you know, can you formulate me a line of products? Like how long would that take? Like six months. I was like, dude, I'll do it in 30 minutes. Like I'll make your entire line for you. 30 minutes. It's not hard. So everyone's putting the effort these days into having that audience. Are you, do you already have a following? Can you integrate yourself somewhere or can you make really cool labels or can you just really dominate the e-com market? Cause the formulas at this point are, almost they're just synonymous with each other to a point yeah honestly like when i first got into like the bodybuilding realm and like was like starting to use like supplements and byproducts and stuff i shit you not like i remember there was like this pro bikini girl that i would follow and um she was with oh i can't remember what it was maybe like pe science or some company like that so i was like oh my god she looks great i want to look like that she did a really good job marketing, right so i bought like everything with PE science. And then something happened and she ended up like switching companies, you know, like whatever. And then mm-hmm. she was all about that company. And I was like, oh my God, like, I, I must switch because that must be better. Like, that's literally like yeah. the thought process. Yep. I and I was like, you know, 2021, when I first got into the bodybuilding world, it, it goes exactly how you said, like how they market it, like who's the face of their product and like people mm-hmm. buy into that, you know? And and I think that's huge when it comes down to like, when you, when, especially when you said like, when you're older and now you're like, okay, like that's fucking bullshit. Like they're relatively mm-hmm. all the same formulation. Like it's, it, it comes down to like, yeah, like what looks cool, who has it in their hand, who can promote it the best. Like that's really what I think it comes down to. Yeah. And like to, to elaborate on a little bit, this is actually not a negative thing. Like, I think what I'm saying, like maybe makes it sound negative. It's actually a good thing because we've sort of identified and this is through education of customers and people um, having access to the internet and asking a lot of hard questions of brands and demanding certain things. It's actually a good thing because we've sort of have narrowed down the supplement space into things that uh, we know work and people like. And so now companies just aren't really left with much like, so one of the controversial topics about this space is, is proprietary blends. So in the past, that was really the only way a company could hide anything innovative. Now, granted, there was a lot of companies that um, just hid that they were screwing you over and they still do it. But what is the, um, I guess, what is the attractiveness to bust my ass reading all these research studies and trying to unlock something really really cool and innovative if if it's going to be fully transparent and i release it right i did all this work i release this cool formula and then and people really like it and then whatever company that has more marketing power than me just takes it and then puts their money behind the marketing and then now i just did all that work sort of for nothing so when I say it, like it's it's actually not necessarily a bad thing because you can go. One of the the good parts about the space is you can go to so many companies and get good quality product, like as good as we know. Like you're going to go and get uh, even like some of the old legacy brands that were have been screwing people over for years. Um, you know, like the Muscle Techs, they actually are releasing a lot of really cool products uh, lately. Mm-hmm. You see some of these older legacy brands getting with the times and saying 
we have to make products that have legit dosages and legit ingredients anymore because people aren't as clueless as we used to be. So it is, it is a good thing. It's just, it does take away the only thing innovative going on right now in the space is the branding aspects. Of it. Mm-hmm. So essentially like the good that come of this is it's raised the standards for supplement companies. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good, good point. It is, is raised the standards. It's probably, <laughs> it's probably raised the standards a little bit too much because <laughs> what I kind of struggle with, it's a great thing. Like it's not a problem, but people are now so hardwired to certain things now, if you try to be innovative, they, they reject it because it's different. So it's like yeah. this weird sort of double-edged sword. It is a good thing. But there are companies, you know, I talk about Glaxon a lot. Glaxon is a company that they did, um, they do a lot of like really sort of outside the box kind of things, but they earn this reputation that not only do they do some cool things, they work. And mm-hmm. as they've sort of earned that reputation, now people go, okay, if Glaxon comes out with something that looks different or weird. Like we trust them. Like we'll, we'll try it. Whereas another brand might not have that pull. So yeah, it's uh it's changed the game quite a bit. It's definitely the standards raised. I, I say this a lot too. Like the best thing that ever happened to our space is access to all these studies. But like mm-hmm. the worst thing that's ever happened to our space is access to all these studies because people don't know how to read a fucking study to save their life. But you get people like, like pseudo uh, intellectuals on TikTok and Instagram, they'll put the the little uh, abstract, you know, in the background, mm-hmm. and they'll tell you, they'll read it to you to sound smart or whatever, but they never actually read the study because, you know, in the middle is where everything matters. So anyway, a lot of information out there has confused people to the point where they almost, uh, you know, don't really know what to do sometimes. So, but we're kind of getting there. It is definitely better than it used to be, though. Sure. I just have one final question for myself. In your opinion, are supplements, should you buy supplements maybe piecemeal? Or is it okay to buy supplements that have like multiple ingredients in one, for example, not talking about just proprietary blends, but for example, like, have you seen either in literature, maybe in your own experience, the more that like a supplement has in it that has like different ingredients, like, is it as effective as buying something just piecemeal and kind of cherry picking exactly what you would need? Yeah, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely better to do it that way. I think what it's, it's natural. I think with like customers, there's, it's sort of this progression that they'll go through where Mm -hmm. they, you see something fully loaded and it's got all this stuff and it's good Mm -hmm. to use that. And it's like, okay, you know, you're, you're buying something because it has all this stuff. And that's good. But if you use that, I tell people this all the time, like when they're going to stack something or buy this fully loaded, and I I love fully loaded products that cover a lot of bases. But I said, if you start taking that thing and it works for you, Mm -hmm. you, you don't know why, like you don't, you don't know what is in there that's actually helping you. So now you're stuck. You might need one ingredient or two ingredients in that product. And now you're sort of, married to this uh full formula that you don't know whether that's actually what you need so most people that i know that know a lot about supplements it's through experience right you start off small and you take this and then you add this and you go oh well that didn't work and then remove it that all takes time and trial and error um so people sort of jump into the deep end usually before they learn about the ingredients themselves that's why i always try to push 
learning individual ingredients uh, first before like diving into that. It, it makes your life and your wallet uh, so much easier. I will say you just described like coaching in a nutshell, make one change at a time yeah. and see if it works yeah. or if it doesn't work yeah. rather than the kitchen sink approach, because it might work, but yeah. you don't know what the fuck worked. Yeah. 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 It's it, uh, there's a lot of parallels, I think like with our, this su- supplement space and then with, you know, what I see with health and fitness and coaching and stuff like that, because you get the same types of questions. The details of them are slightly different, but your answers are, are usually in the same vibe where you're like, uh, like people don't, the way I feel watching like a lot of like supplement driven content is probably like how you feel watching a, one of these cookie cutter, I'll sell you this program kind of coach, uh, coaching that you see online. Right. Because mm-hmm. what we know about supplements is it's so contextual to the person where you're at. Like, what about your lifestyle makes sense, right? They're dietary supplements like if people just gloss over what that even means same thing is like you know you're not going to give the same first initial plan to this person as this person it's all very personalized stuff so i think that's actually something in the future we'll see hopefully more of is more personalized uh Mm -hmm. supplements we've seen i've seen some websites that do like an interesting job of that where they're like they'll ask they'll send you through a questionnaire first and there's actually a lot of people there's a lot of people in this space too that they're trying to connect, uh, you know, like 23andMe type stuff with mm-hmm. uh, how does that go and trying to get into more personalized kind of testing. We'll see, I think, more of that in the future. That is one innovation that I'm, I'm seeing in the space is trying to get to someone's pre-existing conditions or their what their lifestyle kind of dictates. And then we can find supplements to sort of fit that for you because that's really, you know, where all the magic happens anyway, just like with coaching absolutely absolutely ash do you have any other questions i think i'm all good um just my last question which i already know the answer is um (laughs) what do you think about like gummy vitamins (laughs) (laughs) so i a few years back i did a i did an instagram post that said don't ever buy gummy vitamins right but i will say the one of the reasons why is uh First of all, we're adults, like, come on, like, just take, <laughs> take a pill, like, but when I explain why, like, so one of my main questions about, about gummies is, um, we don't really know what happens to these ingredients when they go through that type of process, right? Mm-hmm. So we know, we know enough about, you know, when you put it in a capsule and it goes into the body, even that is, is a question like I don't even really take a multivitamin like I, I tell that to people all the time I was like multivitamins to me there's too many questions about how we use it there's too many questions like so the forms of vitamins that are in multivitamins are often just not used well by the body so when you see gummy vitamins I really just don't know if we were getting any benefit out of that or not I really generally don't and then also what you'll see too is when you see gummy vitamins, they usually have to shortchange something. Like if you look at a capsule multivitamin, it's always superior formula-wise to a gummy vitamin. And then the gummy vitamin is more expensive usually. So I kind of get down to the point. I'm like, if you got kids and you're trying to get them into it, I understand that. But I was like, mm-hmm. you know, it, there's no reason to to use a gummy vitamin like as, a, as an adult. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, agreed. But I think yeah. that's it on my end. Ash, do you have anything else? I think I think I'm all set. But Justin, where can people find you if they want to like learn more from you in terms of just like your supplement snoop knowledge? Yeah, I just do. I do uh, Instagram content every day. Like, and and actually, that's one of the things I got away from. Like, I'll do a little bit of content in the space, but it's kind of like coaching as well, where like you see content creators, they just make shit up. They make mm-hmm. up exercises and random fucking crazy like work because because there's nothing else to talk about besides yeah. you know the basics of how boring this sort of uh, space actually is. So like um, I do questions and answers every single mm-hmm. day. I've been doing it for like I, I never thought that that would be a thing, but I've literally done it every day for like four years now. People just ask me questions. So then then that like you can come to me with what content to create rather than me just trying to guess. So Instagram is where I always am. Like I I'm on there every day. I do a little bit on TikTok, but it's, I don't really like TikTok that that platform is not conducive to educational sort of behavior really in this space. So Instagram is where I'm at uh, most often. And then uh, I'll be launching my own podcast here pretty soon. So keep an eye out for that. And yeah, Instagram. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about time I do my own podcast. I I love doing podcasts. We kind of got away from it. We got into a lot of brand building stuff and got away from a lot of the fun stuff that I like to do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for your time, Justin. Uh, We'll definitely have you come back on in the future to dig up some dirt and talk some shit. But in the meantime, guys, thanks so much. We'll get you next time. Peace. Adios.